0: The Black Bull of Norway, of the Blue Fairy Book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Scott Mather. The Blue Fairy Book by Andrew Lang. The Black Bull of Norway. And many a hunting song they sung, And song of game and glee. Then, tuned to plaintive strains, their tongue of Scotland's Louvre and Lee to wilder measures next they turn the black, black bull of Norway, sudden the tapers cease to burn, the minstrels cease to play the coot of Kildal, by J. Leyden in Norway, Long. Sain, there lived a certain lady, and she had three daughters. The oldest of them said to her mother, mither, Mither, bake me a bannock, and roast me a collop, For I am gone awa to seek my fortune. Her mither did say, And the doctor gade awa to an old witch washerwife, wife And tell her purpose. The old wife bade her stay that day, And gang and look out her back door, And see what she could see. She saw naught the first day, the second day she did the same, and saw Nacht. On the third day she looked again, and saw a coach and six coming along the road. She ran in and tell the old wife what she saw. A wheel, quoth the old wife, yans for you. So they took her into the coach, and galloped af. The second dochter says to her mither, mither, beg me a bannock and roast me a collop for I'm gone awa to seek my fortune. Her mither did say, and awa she gave to the old wife, as her sister had done. On the third day she looked out at the back door, and saw coaching four coming along the road. A wheel, quoth the old wife, Yon's for you So they took her in, and aft they set. The third doctor says to her mother, mither, Mither, "'Bake me a bannock, and roast me a collop, "'for I'm going awa to seek my fortune.' "'Her mither did say, "'and awa she gave to the old witch-wife. "'She bade her look out her back door "'and see what she could see. "'She did say, and when she came back, "'said she saw Nacht. "'The second day she did the same, "'and saw Nacht. "'The third day she looked again, "'and on coming back, said to the old wife, "'She saw Nacht but a muckle black bull come roaring along the road a wheel quoth the old wife Yon's for you on hearing this she was next to distracted with grief and terror but she was lifted up and set on his back and awa they went ay they traveled and on they traveled till the lady grew faint with hunger eat out of my right lug says the black bull, and drink out of my left lug, and set by your leavings. Say she did as he said, and was wonderfully refreshed. And lang they gaid, and sair they raid, till they came in sight o'er very big and bonny castle. Yonder we maun be this night, bull, for my old brither lives yonder. And presently they were at the place. They lifted her off his back, and took her in, and sent him away to a park for the night. In the morning, when they brought the bull home, they took the lady into a fine shining parlor, and gave her a beautiful apple, telling her not to break it, till she was in the greatest strait ever mortal was in in the world, and that would bring her out. Again she was lifted on the bull's back, and after she had ridden far, and farer than I can tell, they came sight to a far bonnier castle, and far farther awa than the last. Says the bull till her, Yonder we maun be the night, for my second brither lives yonder. And they were at the place directly. They lifted her down, and took her in, and sent the bull to the field for the night. In the morning, they took the lady into a fine and rich room, And gave her the finest purse she had ever seen, Bidding her not to break it till she was in the greatest strait ever mortal could be in, And that would get her out it. Again she was lifted, and set on his back, and away they went, And lang they gaid, and sair they raid, Till they came in sight of the far biggest castle, and far farther staff they had yet seen. We man be yonder the night, says the bull, for my young brother lives yonder, and they were there directly. They lifted her down, took her in, and sent the bull to the field for the night. In the merlin they took her into a room, the finest of all, and git her a plum, telling her not to break it till she was in the greatest strait mortal could be in, and that would get her out it presently they brought hame the bull set the lady on his back and awa they went and i they gaed and on they raid till they came to a dark and ugsome glen where they stopped and the lady lighted down says the bull to her here ye mon stay till i gang and fight the deal ye maun seat yourself on that stain and move neither hand nor fit till i come back else i never find ye again and if everything round about ye turns blue i hae beaten the deal but should the things turn red he'll hae conquered me she set herself down on the stain and by and by all round her turned blue or come with joy she lifted the A-foot And crossed it o'er the either. Say glad was she that her companion was victorious. The bull returned and sought for, But never could find her. Lang she sat, and aye she grat, Till she was wearied. At last she raised, and gaed She kedna huartil. On she wandered till she came to a great hill of glass that she tried all she could to climb but was not able. Round the bottom of the hill she gazed sobbing and seeking a passage o'er till at last she came to a smith's house and the smith promised if she would serve him seven years he would make her iron shoon wherewith she could climb o'er the glassy hill. At seven years' end she got her iron shoon, clam the glassy hill, and chanced to come to the old washerwife's habitation. There she was telled of a gallant young knight that had given in some bloody sarks to wash, and where washed the sarks was to be his wife. The old wife had washed till she was tired and then she set to her doctor, and bathed washed, and they washed, and they better washed, In hopes of getting the young knight. But all they could do, they could not bring out a stain. At length they set the stranger damosel to work, And whenever she began, the stains came out pure and clean. But the old wife made the knight believe it was her doctor had washed the sarks. So the knight and the eldest daughter were to be married. And the stranger Damazer was distracted at the thought of it, for she was deeply in love with him. So she bethought her of her apple, and breaking it, found it filled with gold and precious jewelry, the richest she had ever seen. "'All these,' she said to the eldest daughter, "'I will give you, on condition that you put off your marriage for a day.' And allow me to go into his room alone at night. So the lady consented. But meanwhile, the old wife had prepared a sleeping drink And given it to the knight, who drank it, And never wakened till the next morning. The lang knight their damsel sabbed and sang. O seven lang years I served for thee, the glassy hill I clam for thee, the bloody shirt I RANG for thee, and wilt thou no walkin' and turn to me Next day she NOW what to do for grief. She then brought the pear, and found it filled with jewelry far richer than the contents of the apple, with a jewel she bargained for permission to be a second knight in the young knight's chamber. The old wife gied him in neither sleeping drink, And he again sleepeth till morning. All night she kept sighing and singing as before. Seven lang years I served for thee, The glassy hill I clam for thee, The bloody shirt I rang for thee, And wilt thou know walkin' and turn to me? Still he sleepeth, and she nearly lost hope altogether. but that day when he was out at the hunting somebody asked him what noise and moaning was yon de heard all last night in his bedchamber he said he heard na only noise but they assured him there was say and he resolved to keep waking that night to try what he could hear that being the third night and the damsel being between hope and despair. She broke her plum, and it held far richest jewelry of the three. She bargained as before, and the old wife as before took in the sleeping drink to the young knight's chamber. But he told her he could not drink it that night without sweetening. And when she gave the for some honey to sweeten it with, he poured out the drink, and say, made the old wife think he had drunk it, they went to bed again, and the damosel began as before, singing Seven Lang years I serve for thee, the glassy hill I clam for thee, the bloody shirt I rang for thee, and wilt thou no walken and turn to me He heard and turned to her, and she told him all that had befallen her, and he told her all that had happened to him. And he caused the old washerwife and her doctor to be burned. And they were married. And he and she are living happy till this day, for aught I can. End of the Black Bull of Norway